With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
one day, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price, or better read than death, or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war, because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the Pharaoh? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shot around the world?
that this will be an Islamic nation if it takes 100 years. The Association of Muslim Jurists of America, Muslims in the Legal Profession, Yes, these are Muslims that claim that they took an oath to defend the Constitution. These are Muslims that say they love America, but in their own documents at the same time, they have the stated goal of implementing Sharia law to include the death penalty for critics of Islam. People thought, oh, this would never happen. People thought 9-11, stuff like that would never happen, and we would never get a president to do the things that, Obama is doing either. So people, Islam, the only good Muslim is a non-practicing Muslim. Bottom line. And every mosque is associated with this. Fox News claims that, uh, you know, they, you know, they're, they're, you know, fair and balanced. They are not. They, they claim to hit the, you know, they whitewash the Republicans and demonize the Democrats, and yes, the Democrats should be demonized, but the, but the same standards need to be applied to both parties. Chris Christie's biggest problem was not Bridgegate, okay? It was his support for Muslims, all the way back in 06, when he came to the aid of a radical imam, Mohammed Qatani, who was on the verge of being deported from the United States for failure to disclose terrorist affiliations. And Fox News, MSNBC, for that matter, for that matter, every mainstream media outlet doesn't want to address this. Now, the liberal media doesn't want to address it because they don't want to demonize Muslims. The Fox News end doesn't want to address it because they don't want to knock down a fellow GOP Republican. Well, again, he defended a Muslim, a raghead. Let's say raghead, people. Everybody at once say raghead or diaperhead, okay? The little known details are that Kutani. He arrived in this country in 1996 to take over in the, the ICPC, one of the largest mosques in the state of New Jersey, housed in a former synagogue. And the ICPC was founded in 1989 by Iman Muhammad al Mazin. Who was this man? He was a convicted Hamas operative and fundraiser who publicly boasted of raising close to $2 million for this organization. And in 1996, the man that Chris Christie has supported, calling a good friend, a man of goodwill, he arrived to, to, to secede al Mazane. Now you're saying, this is all true. Why isn't Fox News talking about it? Well, here's a little known fact that many of you may not know. Close to a quarter of the stock owned by uh, a Fox News channel is owned by uh, Muslims in Saudi Arabia that support Sharia law, that support the stoning of women, that support honor killings, bans on women driving, and other very oppressive laws. 
is has transitioned to be what appears to be controlled opposition. And we're going to talk about Bill O'Reilly, who claims to be all about free speech as well. Bill O'Reilly is another slob. Now you say, well, Jim, you're knocking the right. What about the left? Listen, man, I'll, I'll tell you again. I am the only podcast guy that does internet radio shows that has publicly stood and defied this government in the strongest actions possible, and that is in 2013 when I participated down in Gainesville, Florida, the burning of an effigy of Barack Obama and Bill Clinton from mountain dirt that said Obama dead, a tombstone in it, okay, in the vein of the revolutionaries that founded this nation, the Sons of Liberty, in an act of defiance against a tyrannical regime. People, our founding fathers said that resistance to tyranny is obedience to God. So obedience to tyranny is treason to the Almighty. Well, we're going to get back to Hamadi. Back to Hamadi. Given the mosque's affiliations, the ICPC in New Jersey, it's not surprising that Katani also had a background or has a background littered with terrorist associations. He was arrested and convicted in Israel in 1993. Not only was he arrested and convicted, he's a self-admitted member of a mosque. He was a Muslim Brotherhood operative. And everything I'm saying, Chris Christie cannot deny he had knowledge of. If so, then he needs to bow out as a candidate because it shows that he's unfit. You know, you tell me who your friends are, people, and your alliances, and I'm going to tell you what your agenda is. Chris Christie is not concerned for the agenda of the Constitution. It's not what a man says, it's what a man does. And we're talking about what uh, Chris Christie has done. We're talking about people he has supported right now. And as a mother brother operative, Katani, the man that Chris Christie has supported, he has provided financial support for terrorist activities and continued to send large cash transfers to the West Bank once he arrived there. These activities raise suspicions even by the Muslims and DHS, which is another controlled opposition group, which in 06 began attempts to deport Katani for failure to disclose his 1993 arrest in Israel for involvement with a terrorist group. Now, despite the charges for his terrorist activities and the very real security concerns about this Hamas-affiliated Iman, a, sto- a spokesman for Katani named Arif Asef called the deportation effort vindictive, implying that the investigation was ill-conceived and baseless. Well, along comes Krispy Kreme, the man that um, feeds the whole truckload of donuts that looks like a day, the then U.S. Attorney Chris Christie, comes to the aid of the Zimon. In response to a 2008 DHS court ruling, Christie defended the Zimon as, quote, 
and I'm quoting. This is what Chris Christie has said. A man of great goodwill and sent his assistant U.S. attorney, Charles McKenna, to court to serve as a character witness. And what was the result of Christie's efforts? This red-headed SOB was granted legal permanent residency on American soil. Muhammad, it'll be streamed live, and the video will be posted to 
representatives such as Keith Ellison. I called his office. I'll tell you about that, too. I mean, I can note that. Yeah, I called his office. Real interesting call. Uh, in fact, I just called it today, in fact. Uh, and members of Al-Qaeda and ISIS, we will burn their images. And to hell if anyone says that by burning a Quran, we're being provocative. Provocative is burning human beings alive in cages because they won't submit to your toilet paper writings from hell called the Quran. And if I have anger in my voice, you're damn right. I have many people that say, Jim, you're angry. You're, you're, you're mad. You know what? The love of God is to hate evil, and Islam is so very, very evil. Now, I'm not done. Because the people that Chris Christie has defended even have a connection to the trial of the Fort Dick Six. You remember that. You know the Fort Dick Six? You know, the ragheads who conspired to attack U.S. military personnel on the, on that, on, uh, at Fort Dix? Well, what does uh, this guy that Chris Christie has publicly supported this is a man of goodwill. What has he said on record about the Fort Dick Six? Oh, let me uh, meet you too. Uh, calls are welcome, but give me a minute. Well, Muhammad was quoted as stating, quote, if these people did something, then they deserve to be punished to the fullest extent of the law. But when the government says Islamic militants, it sends a message to the public that Islam and militants since are synonymous, don't equate actions with religion. Really? But listen, statements are not a reason plea for objectivity and independent thought. Rather, they are simply a subterfuge and whitewashing of Islam. That's because Quran-sanctioned terrorism, or jihad, is an integral doctrinal part of Islam. In the name of Islam, more than 20,000 deadly terrorist attacks have been committed worldwide since 9-11, underscoring that it's not individuals, but it's the essence of Islamic militant beliefs that sparks terrorism. More on Chris Christie's friend, man of great goodwill. He's also criticized the television series, not Christie, but the man he supported, Mohammed Katani, 24, when it depicted Muslims as terrorists. In fact, in 2005, he called for a biased crime investigation of the Coptic community for its anti-Muslim sentiment following the slaying of a Coptic family in New Jersey. Then he... As an American lawyer, no doubt familiar with the Constitution and the First Amendment, Muhammad doubtless knew that his request constituted a threat to the Coptic community's freedom of speech by attempting to muffle their vocal suspicions of Muslims' involvement in the crime. Chris Christie has even been involved in the Muslim outreach community. Let's Fast forward now to 2012. Three years ago, Governor Chris Christie called for an investigation into the New York Police Department's counterterrorism procedures. 
He objected to the surveillance of mosques and a Muslim Brotherhood-sponsored student group called the Muslim Student Association. You need to look at the Muslim Student Association's Pledge of Allegiance at Berkeley, when they've openly stated that they will die if necessary to, by jihad to establish Islam in America. And when the New Jersey Attorney General, Chris Christie, concluded that the NYPD had acted lawfully in pursuing terrorist activities, again, Christie objected to it.
as a child from India. Father was a police chief. Because 
nominated Sohail Muhammad. And people somehow think that that means that I enforce Sharia law. It's crap. That's the only way I can describe it. Okay, there you go. Okay. And I will not, I will not ever apologize for making him a judge. In fact, I'm proud of it. His career will serve as a model for other children of his background and other backgrounds to serve in the law. And Sharia law will not come into New Jersey because of Soel Muhammad. And as long as I'm governor, it won't come into our state for any other reason. And to suggest otherwise is nothing more than Internet blog BS. Hmm. Okay. And I'm assuming it won't come into America. I'm going to get your comment on that, uh, Wisconsin guest four. Anybody else? But before I bring anybody on, I do want to mention that in an interview with Glenn Beck in 2013, uh, Katani calls the limits on free speech to protect Islam from criticism. Now, this is another man that Christie has supported. Limits on free speech. You can't criticize Muslims. Expressing views in accordance with Islamic blasphemy laws of Sharia, Qatari stated that although Americans have freedom of speech, they have no right to talk about Muslim holy issues because to do so will incite hatred or war among people. He went on to explain that criticizing Islam poses a national security threat to the U.S. and recommended that those responsible be investigated by the DHS. Well, investigate me, Loretta Lynch. Investigate me. I damn dare you. This reghead advocated Islamic blasphemy laws that criminalize criticism of Islam and maintain that mocking Jesus or Muhammad is acceptable for Americans. But it is forbidden to mock Muhammad. I got more, and I'm going to bring Wisconsin on for a minute. Wisconsin, you heard Chris Christie. You heard what I had to say, and I got more. I'm going to get into more about Chris Christie and Shreya. Working with Muslims linked to terrorism. Um, Wisconsin, go ahead. You have a comment? Go, uh, go ahead. All right, brother. Yeah, I got a comment. Uh, Chris Christie, I know a little bit about uh, his little fat friend there. And uh, he's a nice sack of crap. You know, he's trying to pull the wool over our eyes again. He's a Muslim Trojan horse. He's I know. a Trojan horse for his life. Guys are listening. This is Tony Simos. I'm calling from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> fat, so you got something to say to me or anybody else trying to pull some more lies, push your evil crap? You come see me. I'll whoop your fat ass. <laughs> I think it's your, hey. your brain and gear. Get out of that evil, satanic Muslim crap. Get into the Holy Bible, big boy. Develop a relationship with Jesus. Hey, hey, uh, Tony, let me ask you. What size shirt do you wear? Uh, large, extra large. You know what? You just earned a polo shirt. When we meet, if you come down to the Quran burning, otherwise I have to mail it to you. Um, it has like it's a colored shirt. You know, like three or four buttons that come down the chest, but not all the way down to your belly. And mm-hmm. instead of the little uh, polo pony, the little fa- you know, uh, you know, the little horse, little horsey, like little faggots wear. Yeah, <laughs> you know, faggots, yeah. like Bruce Jenner. Yeah, I said Bruce Jenner's a faggot. Yeah, it could be a social, you know, a little witchy, just a little. 
Push oh, down. Yeah. She's not here. Uh, don't want it. Anyway, so what do you have in well, no, I'm, I'm going to give you a Don't Tread Me uh, shirt if you want or a flag, but, you know, I mean, well, maybe I got a lapel pin. You, you just earned it. I, you know, I liked your attitude, but go ahead. I mean, I mean. Yeah, sounds good, man. Thanks. I, I, got, I got some good stuff for you, too, man. Good. Go ahead. Jeez, I don't know uh, what else to say at the moment. Uh, well, no, I, I guess I do have a few things to say. Uh, let's say maybe about Silly Rotten Clinton. Yeah. Well, she is uh, a little snake. Uh, she's an American, her and Billy Pool. My, uh, my, my, my. Uh, where else can we go? This Holder, uh, so many other people, idiotically evil, lost people that uh, Osama... <laughs> Put in office, you know. And I want to deal with all these people. The question is, how do we get them the hell out of there? Well, the problem is, we're probably not going to be able to get them out of there. Hang on, Tony, because I'm going to go on. Any other callers? Uh, you got, you know, you can call in. Your calls all welcome. Well, listen, man. Chris Christie and Shreya says he doesn't know about Shreya. Well, let's talk about that. Besides actively seeking political and personal working relationship with Muslims linked to terrorism, and again, Fox News has never mentioned any of this for years. They are fully aware of it. If not, then they need to shut down their damn network. Even Krapheimer, what is that? No, Krapheimer, Krapheimer, whatever. Anyway, um, Governor Chris Christie has ignored concerns about the application of Sharia or Islamic law in the United States in the face of findings by an in-depth 2011 study initiated by the Center for Security Policy to the effect that 23 states in our country had already been using Sharia as a factor in their deliberations, and despite the fact that Sharia contradicts the U.S. Constitution, requires gender and religious apartheid, denies freedom of speech and religion, and it promotes cruel punishment, Christie has state, stated that, as you heard, the Sharia law business is crap and I'm tired of dealing with the crazies. Even though in 2009... The year Christie was elected governor, and after he spent six years as a U.S. attorney in New Jersey, a New Jersey, Jersey judge actually referenced Sharia law in his decision. The case involved the judge's refusal of a temporary restraining order. This is really going to get you angry, people. So I hope you have a beer or you're sitting down. Again, a judge... Refused to issue a restraining order for a divorced Muslim woman who had been raped and assaulted by her ex-husband, who maintained that Islamic doctrine requires wives to comply with all their husband's sexual demands. And under current New Jersey law, non-consensual sex between married persons is considered rape. Fortunately, the decision was overturned a little over a year later approximately 13 months later, but no thanks to Crispy Queen Christie. In another incident, Christie has, pl- has placed the sensitivity of Muslims above the constitutional rights of a New Jersey transit worker. The worker's name was Derek Fitton. He was fired by the transit authority for burning pages of the Quran in his, uh, uh, his time off-duty time at the planned site of the Ground Zero Mosque 
on the ninth anniversary of 9-11. Christie approved his termination. Fenton, who was not in uniform, was not again on his own time, was clearly exercising his constitutional rights, but this fat slob, this pathetic excuse, he's an American citizen, legally, but not in his heart, Christie, dismissed criticism of his efforts and, had a, and showed an utter disregard for the First Amendment saying Finn's actions, quote, that kind of intolerance is unacceptable. Wow. This is a man, people, this is a man who wants to be your Commander-in-Chief. That's right. Your Commander-in-Chief. And again, let's, so let's look at timeline as we went. Okay? 2008. I'm not going to go through all this. You can Google this. You can go back and um, to the other parts of archives. But 2008. Christie embraced and kissed Muhammad Kantani. You know, when I said ISPC, it's the Islamic Center of Pasig County, and praised him as a man of great goodwill. After he publicly ranted against Jews in support of funding for Hamas, okay, Chris Christie defended and, and stopped his deportation. 2010, we just mentioned, uh, Derek Fitton, in his off-duty time, burned pages of the Quran when he planned to build a mosque on the site where the towers fell. 2011, Chris Christie appoints an Islamist, Sohail Muhammad, to Superior Court. And I need to remind you on this. Muhammad's record, again, includes several serves as general counsel to the AMU. That's the American Muslim Union, which has stated that a Zionist commando orchestrated the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Yeah. He also acted as a Muslim... Uh, spokesman for Muslim prisoners who went on a hunger strike due to being jailed during Ramadan. Well, you know what? We should let them starve. Let them go on a hunger strike. Also, Chris Christie um, put pressure on New York to stop monitoring mosques and, and groups that openly stated hostility to the United States advocating jihad. And what have we seen in the last year, people? And again, this was in 2012, when the NYPD again conducted the surveillance of Islamists in New Jersey towns of Newark, New Brunswick, prompted no gratitude, but it prompted outrage from Christie, who, who again termed the action arrogant and paranoid while mocking the NYPD commissioner, Raymond Kelly, is all-knowing and all-seeing. In short, people... Christie has hugged a terrorist organization member, Islamo-Nazis, abridging free speech rights, scorned concern over Islamization and Sri law, has opposed law enforcement counterterrorism efforts, and whenever an issue touching on Islam arises, Christie takes the Islamic side against those of us that support the Constitution, senators, police officers, hell, even the, the liberal 
ACLU. Yep. Who worried about the lawful Islamization eroding the fabric of American life? That's right. Governor Chris Christie, butt out. You know, two factors rendered his palate. First, Christie's assaults on Islamic policies are common among Democrats and Republicans. Grover Norquist, I don't, you need to Google um, that agent of influence, this great book, you can find it online for free. If you don't know, you can email me, I'll tell you where to get it. Anyway, in conclusion, Chris Christie lacks the moral compass, the gravitas, and integrity needed to be our president of these United States. We'll be right back in a minute. Just in time for Ramadan, 
the good and peaceful people at Wacky.com and Hezbollah bring you the Jihad Joe action figure. Pull the string and he shouts Allah Akbar and kill the infidels. Pull it again and Jihad begins to sweat profusely and screams, Everyone back up away, I'll blow myself up. On the third pole, Jihad Joe shouts, I am serious. On the fourth and final pole, Jihad Joe begins to say something we cannot quite make out before exploding in a dazzling and immensely gratifying display of holy fire and smoke. For edit one, dress Jihad in a bracket before detonation. Get your Jihad Joe today. Supplies are limited, and once they are gone, thank Allah they are gone. Coming soon, for Kabarbi. Hello, my name is Marianne Quaharty. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. Every ad features an 800 hotline connecting callers with the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, or post-abortion assistance. One woman recently called. I had an abortion years ago and am still suffering with the after effects. I don't sleep well and have feelings of guilt, loss, and depression. Is there someone I can talk to? Every abortion destroys the baby. It can also affect the mother like this young woman. Pro-Life Across America's billboards and 800 hotline may be the only sign of help for someone in need of pregnancy care, adoption information, or post-abortion assistance. Please help support this life-saving outreach. Send whatever you can to Pro-Life Across America, Post Office Box 18669, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55418. Check us out on the web at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Prolife Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Arizona, 
were the two ragheads that attacked the free speech event in Garland, Texas, attended, which I want to talk about. The event that was put on by Geller. Um, you know, in Fox News, they have a, a guy on there, Bill O'Reilly. Now, here's a question, people. Is Bill O'Reilly a spineless wimp who pays lip service to the First Amendment? Yeah. Now, you know, I'm gonna, before I go on, before I go on, I'm just going to ask, I got my buddy who's, I think he's going to try to draw me into Quran burning, okay? And I'm going to ask him. And no, nothing wrong, except a yes or no, um, Tony. Do you think Bill Riley's a spineless wimp who merely plays lip service to the First Amendment? I want to hear what your answer is, and I'll give you mine. Well, probably, man. I, mean, I, I don't listen to him very much. I don't like the, I don't like the media very much, but uh, he probably is. He's uh, he's probably afraid of uh, you know, backlash or the FCC or who the hell knows what. Yeah, he's probably just another puss. How about the Saudi royal family that owns close to 25% of Fox News uh, stock? Good. Yeah. That no one wants to talk about. Well, here, I'm going to give you my my thought. You're right. It is a resounding yes. He disgraced himself weeks ago in front of millions of viewers by attacking Pamela Geller's Muhammad Art Contest. You know, the cartoon... That one was a cartoon of Muhammad that said, you can't draw me, and they had two hands saying, that's why I am. Well, he attended Pamela Geller's Muhammad Art Contest, and you talk about the shallow veneer of patriotism, but when the chips are down and push comes to shove, Bill O'Reilly puts his tail between his legs. He runs the other way. How far will Bill run? All the way to joining together with the bloodthirsty barbarians, the vermin who are vehemently calling for the death of Geller. Not only was there an attack in Texas, but the, the ragheads that got shot in Boston, they were on a mission to the ones that tried to behead the cop. They were looking for Geller, wanting to behead her. Let's face it. By condemning Pamela Geller, Fox News, Bill O'Reilly is tactically supporting Islamic Jihad's goal of murdering this woman. Well, you know, the question we, you know, Bill O'Reilly's written a lot of books, killing Link, the killing of Lincoln, the killing of Reagan, the killing of this person. Well, will Bill O'Reilly's next book be calling Killing Geller? If so, it could also be called Killing the First Amendment, which is synonymous with killing America. Bill O'Reilly, you are the pinhead. Because unlike Geller, you have become um, an obscure tenacist who has no courage to fight for the First Amendment. Yes, Bill, I will debate you live on Fox if you had to guess to bring me on, but it's not going to happen. I realize that. Well, President George Washington has some quotes about the First Amendment. And who is correct regarding the First Amendment? Geller or O'Reilly? Well, this question is easily answered by turning to the wisdom of President George, who warned us that if the freedom of speech is taken away, then dumb and silent we may be led like sheep to the slaughter. George Washington, 
Pamela Geller, who bravely stood up and fought for free speech. In contrast, O'Reilly has condemned Geller. He's called her stupid because she refuses to remain dumb and silent. Twas the battle lines have been drawn, people. It's Pamela Geller and George Washington versus O'Reilly and the bloodthirsty barbarians, the savages. America, whose side are you on? Lock and load. Get your guns. Arm up. And do what you need to do. I didn't say anything more. Do what you need to do. Lock and load. Arm up. Get your guns. And do what you need to do. Tyranny prevails when free speech is eviscerated. If you insult a tyrant, and it's off of your head, tyrants, despots, and barbarians always forbid free speech. They murder anyone who slights them. And here lies the essential difference between our country and the Islamic barbarians. Because our country was founded on the encouragement of free speech, especially, especially that which is offensive or insulting. On the other hand, the Islamic barbarians impose the death penalty for the slightest insult. Now, Judge Janine Pirello of Fox News clarifies this situation by stating, what does Judge Jeannie say about this? Free speech is non-negotiable. And that the whole point of the First Amendment is to protect speech that offends. God bless Jeannie. Maybe I need to send her some flowers. Maybe you all should send her some flowers. Tell us you heard me say that on Freedom Fighter Radio. Someone, for, God, for the love of America, send her some flowers. But unfortunately, Bill O'Pilot Crap, O'Reilly, and other heedless Americans, by condemning Pamela Geller, indirectly are condoning the actions of the murderous Islamic tyrants. In so doing, they have betrayed our nation and they have placed our homeland in severe jeopardy. And what Bill should have said is, quote, I fully support Pamela Geller's Muhammad Art Contest because without the First Amendment, America will cease to exist. The essence of free speech is to protect offensive speech. American free speech are synonymous. No more free speech, no more America. The spin stops here, and that's what Bill O'Reilly should have said. But what has Pamela Geller's contest revealed? It has revealed that Islamic death squads are fully operative within our borders. And it is the duty of every American to follow Geller's example and fight back to defeat this barbaric enemy hell-bent upon destroying our nation's foremost principles. Let's hope and pray that O'Reilly soon corrects himself and joins Geller in the fight for our nation's victory against Islamic tyranny. Something needs to be done, America. I, mean, I told you recently that you need to print out images of Muhammad especially the one that won the art contest in Garland, place them on public property directly across from every mosque or every Islamic business you can. You don't need a stater. Just put it out big, not like an 8x10 inch, but full size. 
can, like three, four, five feet, and tape it or staple it to cardboard and put it across from every mosque in America. You know, I dare someone to come after me for uh, encouraging this, including you, Loretta Bitch Lynch. Um, something like a nationwide Muhammad art offensive should take place. Again, it's time America to go on the offensive. A nationwide Muhammad art offensive. Every form of media should publish Muhammad cartoons in mass all together on a wide scale, especially Fox News. If they don't do it, we will. Place them at intersections, especially, at, again, near and around mosques. The newspapers, magazines, journals, and publications should consider it their patriotic duty to publish this cartoon, but they won't. Either out of appeasement, or aiding or abetting, or out of fear, thinking, well, man, you know, you know, we're going to be safe if we don't touch on the Islamic world. They're only buying time, that's all, by ignoring it. They don't have the crass. They don't have to be crass. They don't have to be vulgar cartoons, people. They can be classy. They can be respectful. They can be artistically pleasing cartoons, but without doubt, they are cartoons of Muhammad. There's no need to publish new cartoons. They can be copies of the ones that have already been out there. The key point in this, people, a Muhammad art offensive, is to show that Americans live by American law and absolutely reject the barbaric Islamic assault upon our First Amendment, which is an act of war in our own backyard. It is outrageous. It is infuriating. That an act of war that Islamic thugs demand we obey the barbaric creed or die. They come into our country and they bellow, do as I say or die. However, it is a thousand times worse than our leaders like Bill O'Reilly, President Obama, President Carter, Donald Trump, Chris Christie has surrendered to them. A surveillance leadership is nothing new. Prior to World War II, Nobel Chamberlain took Hitler's side against Winston Churchill. As a side note, do you remember when Obama got rid of the Winston Churchill statue? There's a great article out there. A great article by Gene Swarsky, S-W-I-R-S-K-Y, called Pamela Geller, America's Churchill. And I say Terry Jones is another one. She and he, like Geller, emphasizes the crucial role of, that free speech plays in protecting our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, and our national security. Because Muhammad has said, I have been made victorious with terror. By emulating Muhammad's penchant for terror, his present-day followers have effectively silenced free speech in Europe. Europe is our canary in coal mine. The Charlie Hebdo massacre has cowed the European media to lay supine to Islamic death squads. There are few, if any, Muhammad cartoons found in Europe today. Disgracefully, Europe has capitulated to barbaric Islamic gangs and lawsuit jihad for some time. Europe's last stand must, which is a documentary you need to see, people. Again, Google Europe's last stand, produced by the Christian Action Network. 
provides devastating proof of this fact. Oh, God, I got, I forgot to mention, yeah, I did call Keith Ellison's office today. And I said to the young man, hi, this is Jim Skoviak of Freedom Fighter Radio. And he goes, yes, and what's your, do you have a comment or question? What's it like working for a man that follows the teachings of a child rapist? I'm hanging up now. That's what he did. Again, last week, I called uh, Keith Ellison's office. Mentioned, you know, and told him again about the Quran burning and images of Muhammad, Al-Qaeda leaders, ISIS leader, and his boss again. And he said, well, uh, an armed militia and veterans are going to be there. And he said, this sounds like a threat. I'm turning it over to the Capitol Police. Well, hey, Capitol Police. You know what? Bite me. Bite me, Keith Ellison. I'll burn your image anywhere I damn well feel like. Not only will I burn your image, Keith Ellison, I'll burn the image of the President of the United States at this Quran burning. Screw them all. It's called free speech.
five thirty people at this um, Quran burning. Don't tread on me flags. That's right. Don't tread on me flags, which will be given to the first twenty five or thirty people I meet at this event. If you want to write me, you can write me to P.O. Box two zero four. One eight three Martinez, Georgia. Three oh nine oh seven. If you want to send five bucks there, I'll send you a DVD back. Called the Innocence of Muslims. You know the, the video that they don't want you to see that was pulled off the internet. And for the first ten people this weekend that uh, that uh, have it postmarked tomorrow, you'll get a free "Don't Tread on Me" flag in the mail. Within 10 days. Good night. God bless. Six Semper Tyrannus. You've been listening to FreedomFighterRadio.net. Politically incorrect and in your face. Enemies of America, you're on notice. It's FreedomFighterRadio.net.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.